Hi, welcome to Revenue Marketing Television, the CMO Insights Series. I am your host, Jeff Petowitz, President and CEO of the Petowitz Group. Today, we have with us Steve Schley, who is Vice President of Global Marketing for Kroll Discovery. Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. So tell us a little bit, what does Kroll Discovery do? Sure. So Kroll Discovery is the combination of two businesses as of December last year, Kroll on track and L Discovery. And our primary business focus is e-discovery software and services. So our clients are uh, large multinational corporations or the law firms that serve them, particularly in the area of responding to litigation or government inquiry. Oh, fascinating. So who are some of, your, of the competitors that you would see typically? Um, there are probably only two or three competitors that operate on a global basis. Um, again, they're typically not household names, but um, and then there are a whole variety of regional competitors and small local competitors in this space. So if you were to add them all up, they're probably in the hundreds. Um, but those that focus on the breadth of service that we do in the uh, global footprint, really only about two or three organizations. Okay, so given that then, what's your strategy for differentiation? Yeah, our strategy for differentiation is really a combination of the breadth and depth of software that we provide. So that helps us compete easily against the uh, small competitors and the regional competitors. And then the level of service differentiates us from the uh, global competitors. So we have 42 offices in 19 countries and um, really provide, in fact, one of the things that we say is that we're around the globe and across the street so that we are really providing a, a very personalized service to each of the uh, companies and clients that we work with in the locations that we work with, yet we have the ability to deliver on a global basis, which again, most of our customers, whether they're the law firms or the corporations, are operating in a number of jurisdictions around the globe. Um, and so it's helpful for us to be able to have that capability, but also have that approach to a real personalized service. So Steve, is your team global as well? Yeah, so we've got a little over 20 people in the marketing team uh, globally, and we represent the major markets. So there's a lot of business in this industry in the U.S., being a very litigious uh, country as it is. And then we have uh, a lot of presence in Europe as well, and then Asia Pacific too. Okay. And so what's your approach to managing the team globally? What are some of the processes and structure that you're putting in place? Yeah, so the move towards a consolidated uh, global marketing team is relatively new for us. So up to probably about six months ago, just pre-acquisition, um, the group was organized by region. So we kind of had three separate marketing departments. And that certainly allowed the level of localization and attention to the market that we still desire. What it didn't offer was enough of the collaboration uh, and coordination across regions. So that's first and foremost uh, well, or the base step is literally bringing the team together. So people that for years have not even met face-to-face -face have had now the opportunity in the last couple months to actually meet face-to-face, -face, develop a working relationship, and will continue to do that perhaps on an annual basis that will allow that uh, team to really operate well on video conference calls, on telephone conference calls. So that was the first one, just establish some base level of 
um, communication amongst the team. And then really it is a joint plan. So instead of having regional marketing plans, the company is going to market as a single company in all regions. Uh, the marketing team reflects that as well. So we've taken on four major goals for the team that reflect the business goals of the company. And then we're able to, within those four goals, kind of localize depending on what the region requires, whether it's something as simple as language or issues in that particular region. And then um, what we've done is we've established triads within marketing functions. So you take social media as an example. We have someone who looks after social media in each one of our three major regions, Asia Pacific, uh, EMEA, and North America. And those people uh, coordinate in terms of the strategy they're putting together, recognizing where they need to do something local. Social media is a great example of something that certainly has a local touch to it, but also looking at some things that might be more uh, cohesive if we develop them globally. So for us, it might be major themes addressing our industry. Um, or something like a centralized repository of images that we use in social campaigns. Um, so those are some of the, the things we focused on immediately in terms of uh, collaboration and coordination on a global basis. So, Steve, have you done the same thing with your technology? Or are you starting to consolidate the systems that you use? Yeah, and that's particularly interesting because it's not only a collaboration or a consolidation, rather, globally, it is also, frankly, a consolidation of these two companies coming together just a few months ago. Um, the, and if you wind back a few years, that's actually about eight different companies that have been rolled up into the current Kroll Discovery wow, Company. that's a lot. Yeah, yeah so there's a, there's a wealth of uh, data that's had to be coordinated, particularly Salesforce.com data. We also use Eloqua for a marketing automation system. So those two systems really required um, a lot of effort to bring the data together. And I think one of the lessons we learned in that was nominating a single person to manage that effort. Um, you know, too often I think you have a variety of different, uh, you know, hands in different pots and all trying to go in the same direction but not necessarily getting there in a coordinated fashion. So that's something we've learned is really to put a single person that may be supported by a team as it is in our case, but a single person that really is overseeing everything that we're doing relative to bringing all that data together. So would you kind of call this a marketing operations function? That Yeah. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. And that was a function that was, so I've been with the company just about two years now in this role. And that was one of the first roles that I hired into the organization uh, on the marketing team was a marketing operations person. And I would not suggest that we are you know, terribly sophisticated in the volume of technology that we use. But one of the things that marketing operations has been crucial and fundamental to the marketing team um, in help on is we view marketing operations really as a, a, almost a consultant to the marketing team. So yes, they are responsible for the systems we use, and yes, they're responsible for data and so forth, but they also are a consultant to, to the business in general, to the marketing team in general, so that we're heading in the right direction, we've got goals that we're achieving and so forth, but also to each individual function. So as an example, if I have an events person in North America that's looking at what kind of events do we want to do over the next year, she has at her fingertips, with the support from the marketing operations team, an idea of exactly what sort of success she's seen in the events she did last year, what kind of contribution that's had to the revenue in the company, um, what kind of take up from the sales team that's had, so that as she goes about determining how she's going to spend her money, 
uh, for the new fiscal year, she really has a good sense of some metrics that can support making the right decision because at a high level, we're here to support revenue generation in the company and we really measure against that. So even though on a given day we may be talking about 100 people coming to a, you know, a, a in-house sponsored social event, the fact is we need to see something from that that's as good or better than kind of our baseline in terms of uh, revenue contribution. So it sounds like you are being held accountable for revenue and revenue contribution? Yes, we are. Um, I would say it's, it is kind of uh, self-inflicted. So, okay. you know, to take, to take a step back, I think that, uh, you know, I saw one of your colleagues write that the kind of stages that a marketing team goes through from the make it look, make it look pretty stage at the beginning, yeah. um, which there is some ele element of that historically in the company. So we have really self-inflicted that idea that we are here to drive revenue in the company. Um, we are a fast-growing company, so we are here as part of that team. And that requires us to speak in the language of the constituents that we want to speak to. So from the CEO's perspective, it's market share. It's uh, top-line growth. From the CFO's perspective, you know, how are you spending each dollar of marketing budget? Are you getting the best return on it? From the global sales leadership, you know, what kind of leads are we getting? Are they in target areas that we want? So even though we have a bunch of metrics that we manage, for example, on events to make it a, sex, a successful event, we're rolling all that up into metrics and language that our constituents elsewhere in the business speak. Okay, and then do you hold your team responsible also for those same outcomes? Absolutely, yep. So tell me a little bit more about the life cycle of your customers and, and your marketing efforts. Is um, what percent, I guess, is devoted to top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, and then ongoing customer marketing? Yeah. So historically, there are two things that we've seen. Um, one, the company historically, and again, we've been around for 30 years and have effectively founded two industries. The first was data recovery. So the idea of getting data off of hard drives or now mobile uh, devices that seem totally lost. That then brought us into our, uh, the current industry that's the largest part of our company, which is e-discovery, the idea of gathering electronic uh, data in support of a litigation or a, a regulatory investigation. Um, so historically, we have developed a real strong position in the marketplace as a thought leader. You know, we're the company to go to if you need to know how things work in this industry. And so as a result, we've tended to speak to a particular persona, which is kind of what I consider a power user. Uh, be a litigation support person or an IT heavy person uh, or someone with a legal background is very interested in this area of the law. We've also tended to focus heavily on top of funnel material. So this is everything from kind of what's happening in the industry and a summary of case law that's come out um, through to webinars and events that are about really big issues in the industry. And so what we've found as